Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Point of contention. Uh, what are y'all talking about? Y'all hate. Stop hate. Welcome back to Point of Contention. Five topics, five minutes, five points of contention. I'm Zach Harper. We got Andrew Schleck producing. Coming up on the show, Jimmy Eppin Butler for Kawaiian Out Loud, a Greek philosopher, Jokic versus Durant. And who do you believe in more? Subscribe to the YouTube channel by searching the Athletic NBA show, or if you're watching, one of our videos, just go click the click the user account, hit subscribe, tell your friends. Everybody loves it. Don't forget to subscribe to The Bounce, a free NBA newsletter from The Athletic by yours truly. Sign up at theathletic.com slash bounce today, April 27th. That's National Gummy Bear Day. Jay, what's the best gummy bear? The Haribo gummy bears are fire. Mm-hmm. I used to go to Costco and get the big old tub of them. And they'd all be gone by morning. Uh, Will, I once uh, was unfortunately on the, uh, what is it, the city walk? What is, what's the, the river walk in San Antonio? That river walk. And I got pulled into a bar and I was forced to have a, a shot that tasted like a gummy bear. is one of the worst things I've ever had. Because I like gummy bears, but this ruined the experience for they, me. They forced me to. They forced me to. I had no choice. I had no choice. <laughs> Will's in New Orleans. He knows how that goes. You know, some some places you just get forced into a shot. It happens. Yeah, San Antonio. Drink San Antonio a lot is of alcoholic beverages that I didn't want to drink during my time. This is factual Look, information. Jay, what else are you gonna do in San Antonio? You got to. All right, in this corner, this let's get to our point. two contestants. In this corner, he covers the Celtics. He reps Dylan Brooks still, and he awaits the nope. arrival nope. of nope. Cooper Flag. It's Jay Sacramento King. Jay, you have a pregame routine before playoff games. Take a long nap, and I, I just need a nap. That's it. And then I do some jumping jacks. Jumping jacks? No, I do not <laughs> fucking do jumping what? jacks. Definitely don't do jumping jacks. <laughs> just, just a nap. And That's in all. this quarter, he covers the Pelicans on the court. He covers Zion's whereabouts off the court. And now he is our stand-in heat reporter. It's Will Guillory. Will, uh, what's your favorite part of covering the heat? Man, I thought I was going to be in Miami for a weekend uh, just for games three and four. But now I guess I'm going to be there till June. So, you know, yeah. I guess I'm going to get my mail sent to Miami now. I got to get me some be, flower shirts. Yeah. I got to get used to, like, wearing my shirts with, like, three buttons unbuttoned. Mm-hmm. You know I, mean? I got to get, a, I gotta get, get some the chains. whole vibe You got to get a gold chain working in there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, boat shoes Give constantly. Give me a pinky ring. Mm-hmm. Got to have a pinky ring. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Jay. <laughs> How's Atlanta? I'm I'm back. I'm back for the second time. C- could have been in Miami. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> maybe I I might backdoor a trip to Miami now though. So yeah. things things might be looking well, up. Wait a couple hey, of weeks, you'll be there. We might link up. Who yeah, knows? Yeah, you never know. All right, Schlag, start the clock. Take one. You know where I'm going first. It's Jimmy fucking Butler, the Miami Heat. Defeated the Bucks in five games. Five games last night in Milwaukee. 
Jimmy incredible heroics, including a below-the-rim alley-oop finish that sent Pat Connaughton flying and sent the Bucks into a tailspin in overtime. Butler averaged 37 points, six rebounds, five assists in the series, shooting nearly 60% from the field and 44% from three, even though he's just taking some bad three-point shots. The Heat shot a playoff best 51.9% from the field and 45% from three in the series against the Bucks. The Knicks, who dismantled the Cavs in five games, are their second-round opponent with game one on Sunday at MSG. Jay, does this magical ride for the Heat and Jimmy Butler continue? I I see this is where I'm gonna get in trouble. Oh, here we go. <laughs> this is where here I'm gonna get go. in trouble. It's known heat doubter, Jay King. I've tried Be- to tell you about heat culture. I've tried to tell you about Jimmy Butler. I tried to tell you about all these guys, and look at you still doubting. I absolutely do not believe in this heat team still. Mm-hmm. Jimmy was spectacular though, and they shot the ball really well. I, I still I, the the Knicks are gonna smack these dudes. The Knicks what? are gonna the, the <laughs> Knicks. No, they're, Whoa. It, it's not gonna be easy. But the Knicks are gonna beat them. I just don't know what the Bucks were doing. Mike Budenholzer Ooh. had oh, one please, of the most brain dead one of the most brain dead coaching performances you will ever see. This man went. It was a tie game with 0.5 seconds left. And he didn't call a fucking timeout. How do you not call a fucking timeout mm-hmm. with 0.5 seconds left to advance the ball? At least give yourself a chance. You probably don't even fucking make it, but at least give yourself what do you a mean? fucking chance. You have chance. Giannis. Throw it what to the sky. You, or have how him about tap this? it in. Jimmy Butler just scored on a lob play. It literally just happened. It <laughs> just what? happened. Are, your guy is what? five inches taller. <laughs> what are you doing? You are there simply... To have one job, and that is to know if they score and tie this up, I need to take a fucking timeout. That is all you have to do at that point in the game. He didn't do it. Mm. But my issues with him went far beyond that. Like, if you watch the final four minutes of the game, it's just bam, dribbling it up top while Jimmy comes off screens. And every fucking time, he got wide fucking open at the rim. And he said later on the lob play that he told Spolster, I know they're going to stay attached to my body. And if I come off a screen, I'm going to be able to get separation. And you mm-hmm. know why he knew that? Because they never fucking changed the coverage. They never because changed they did it the whole anything. fucking time. And so every time he came off a fucking screen, he was wide open at the fucking rim. And they knew it. And they knew it. And Budenholzer changed nothing. He didn't switch. He didn't fucking do anything. He didn't have them just shoot the gap, force Jimmy to make jumpers, which is what everybody fucking does against Jimmy Butler. I am so mad at Mike Budenholzer. He he will probably lose his job over this, and he deserves to. And wow. the Knicks are going to beat the Heat, but Jimmy was amazing too. Make sure we make sure we smack that explicit tag on this one. Yeah, uh, I love will. Jay going for the f bomb <laughs> record. Let's Jesus. do it. Let's do it. Will, but no, I, I literally have a list here of of bud fuck ups. Let me let me jump in the f bomb yeah, yeah, uh, party. He didn't <laughs> put Giannis on Jimmy at any point in the, in the late in this game. It was just Drew the whole way. Giannis says after the game, "I wish he put me on Jimmy." Oh, Giannis hey, threw he, him way under the bus, man. <laughs> under the way bus. under yeah. the bus. He didn't Did call a timeout with point five nope. left. How about this? Where Grayson Allen is dribbling the clock out. The Bucks had two timeouts left. Two. 
They two. had two timeouts so, left. Oh, Bud watches the clock get run out. They didn't double Jimmy at any point. They they didn't. That was a crazy. Well, right before uh, Jimmy's live play with 18 seconds left, Heat are down two. Jimmy, they call a timeout. Jimmy comes right off a of pick and roll, dribbles into a wide open three pointer. You know why? Because they're playing that same damn drop defense that they play all season, every possession. Jimmy Butler got fire shooting out of his ears, and mm-hmm. you let him dribble into a wide open jumper. Walking into that he, it, man. You're lucky enough that he missed that one, and then Jimmy still ends up beating you in the end. I mean, you see, we can talk about this as well. Jimmy Butler just took Drew's soul at the end of this game. I've never seen anybody Yo. just completely punk Drew the way he did. Was talking to him so crazy it was, it was, at Will, the end of this game, Will, pointing in they his were face. Down, they were down six down with six, two and a half minutes left. He I own you. <laughs> he I own you right to Drew's face. And at by that the way, point, he we knew saw he was going to take home. their soul. So why didn't Bud see this while he's standing on the sidelines that Drew's soul is getting taken? Why don't you put the big 6'11 former defensive player of the year on a dude that dropped Mm -hmm. 56 on you last game? Mm -hmm. And he's in the process of dropping 40 on you tonight and ending your season. I mean, this was an all-time. And by the way, the last possession, these were the five guys Miami had on the court. Jimmy Butler, Max Struess, Caleb Martin, Gabe Vincent, Haywood Highsmith. These were the five people they had, and they needed to stop at the end of the game. Bud doesn't call a timeout. They don't get a shot off. It's incredible. Nobody it's incredible. wanted it, man. That's the thing that that was crazy to me is like Giannis gives it up. Middleton, has, he could pull up into that mid-range jumper that he's so good at. He didn't want it. He throws the grace down. He pump fakes. He didn't want it. Euro steps his way right into the offseason. He was wide open to shoot, too. Like yeah. he, he had an open mid-range. And that, that's what, honestly, I blame Bud for a lot of what happened in that series, I actually liked the idea of just letting them play in that moment. And honestly, if you get a Grayson Allen wide open mid range jumper, which they should have gotten, that's a fine outcome in a, instead of going against a half court set defense, you got to get a shot though, but you got to get a shot. shot. Everything else was fucking crazy. The whole series was just, they let Jimmy get comfortable and then they just, did nothing to stop. They never tried about to stop. This? He was you scoring 50. Team? He was scoring 56. He had fucking 40. They never <laughs> fucking did anything to take away his comfort. It was crazy. And Jimmy was amazing. We like Jimmy yeah. was fucking amazing. And not just amazing in in the shots he was hitting and the plays he was making, but like Everything. just the competitiveness. He he took a team that probably had no belief in itself by the end of the season. They Players, lost to like, the Hawks. D- Duncan Robinson ha- hasn't played hasn't played in they were about years. To lose to the Bulls. Kevin Love was bought out fucking midway through the season. Cody Zeller, I didn't even know he was still fucking alive. <laughs> and these dudes are out here and just beat the number one seed, fifty-eight win Milwaukee Bucks. And then they lose Jimmy Tyler Hero on game Butler one. Butler willed him to do it. They lose Oladipo in game three. So now, now you're down two guards. Again, you're playing Haywood Highsmith in the biggest possession of your season. And by the way, we could say that they got a decent look on the last possession. How about if you're Bud? You're seeing your team choking their brains away mm-hmm. in that overtime. Giannis fouls a three-point shooter. They're giving Just up all dumb, these easy man. looks to Jimmy Butler. How about calling the timeout and calming your team down? How about gathering? How about... Hey, at no, the end got, of the game, save those to, let's get a shot those for to save those. one of our three all-stars are on the court. How about we get one of those guys a shot instead of Grayson Allen with our season on the line? 
I mean, it's just it was unbelievable how bad they choked that game away, but also how Bud just stood there and watched while it was happening. It, it was incredible. Jim, Jimmy could fucking smell that they were punking out. Oh, he knew. He it. could fucking he smell it. it. Yeah, he he, it. he he could just smell. I almost said uh -oh, a really bad uh -oh, one, but he, uh -oh. he could, hey, let's move on to take two, guys. Uh, <laughs> we're fired up to start this show. I like word. it. I like it. You know what? Take two. For fucking Kawhian out loud, I got to join in too. <laughs> On Wednesday, our own Shams Durania reported that Kawhi Leonard has a torn meniscus in his right knee, the same knee that he had ACL surgery on that kept him out of the 2021-2022 season. Imagine that. Kawhi was hurt. Uh, the Clippers are headed home after losing in five games to the Suns, a series in which Kawhi only played two games, and Paul George played zero. All of this begs the question, where do the Clippers go from here? Franchise certainly wants to have a good team when they move into their new arena, but is running it back the best way to ensure that? Will, if you were the Clippers, you're Lawrence Frank, what do you do with this roster? I mean, I don't think you have a choice but to keep Kawhi and Paul George. I, I still stand firm and you win in this league with superstars. And when those guys are healthy, they play at a superstar level, specifically Kawhi Leonard. I mean, we saw it this year against Kevin Durant. He was pretty much outplaying KD in those first two games, mm -hmm. you know, on both ends of the court. Unfortunately, he ends up getting hurt. And then I'll be the, you know, a one millionth person to bring this up. But they're opening a new arena in a couple of years. And you're not going to open that thing with posters of Terrence Mann and, and like Zubats Zubats on the outside. You need some notable faces on the yeah. outside of that brand new arena. So Paul George and Kawhi are going to be in L.A. Now we'll see because they're going to be potentially free agents after next year. So maybe mm -hmm. they decide to dip before the new arena gets opened up. But I think you got to try to keep this thing together. I would say, though, that I, at what point. Does Ka I'm not even going to put this on the Clippers because you can tell by the end of the season how just exasperated with the whole situation Ty Lue was. But I, at what point does Kawhi Leonard look in the mirror and say, all right, I got to stop doing this secretive thing. I got to stop being uncommunicative with the with the front office and with the team where it's just like a big secret about whatever's going on with Kawhi every single time. We have no idea if he's showing up, if he's not showing up. At what point does the, that just get old for everybody just because it was cool when you were the guy carrying Toronto to a championship and you were moving that way. But when you're the dude who can't show up at the end of the season multiple years in a row, you got to have some level of accountability at just the way you're moving. And right now, it just doesn't seem that like that exists for Kawhi. They they yeah. also need to figure out their point guard situation because oh, they got Russ. Yeah, problem solved. Sure, yeah. but but Russ may want to leave for more money. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> and they 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 don't have his bird rights. Mm -mm. And for, quite frankly, I don't trust that Russ would be a good fit in that situation when they have everybody available. Like he he was allowed to cook in the playoffs in a different role than he would play if they had everyone there and if they had the team that would actually have a chance to compete in the playoffs. They're just they're snake bitten. I, I don't trust that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard will ever be healthy together at the same time throughout a playoffs. Um, but I, I would love to see that team with like just a point guard to organize things. Like yeah. I'm not saying well, they had John Mike Wall. I'm not saying Mike Conley will be available to them, but a Mike Conley type, someone to just run the mm -hmm. offense, be be mature out there, hand, be poised, like just just bring everything together because that that team misses that a lot 
Um, they have a lot oh, of got, a lot bones. of wings, a bones lot of got bones big, yeah, 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 sure. Go get Reggie Jackson again. <laughs> As I said, yeah, John Wall, John yeah, Wall. Yeah. But like, I, I would also like some some youth, some athleticism. Marcus Morris is getting older. He's got to go, man. Like get, Nick Batum yeah. getting older. Nick like, Batum's still good though. Nick Batum is still good, but like yeah. Covington's it, a corpse. Covington is it, just, it, man. It's probably time for some dudes that are lesser names, but are trying to make their name mm-hmm. uh, and more, more playing time for Terrence, man. Terrence, man is really good. Yeah. He's, he's a nice find and that they, they keep, he keeps getting hurt on minutes to, to play other dudes. Like I, I think, you know, I get the idea of bringing in veterans. You know, you had Marcus Morris already. You had Nick Batum, you bring in Eric Gordon. Like I, I get that idea, but at a certain point you need that energy, right? You need that, that adrenaline that someone like Terrence Mann can, can inject into it. And uh, I think, like, I think you run it back next year because I think you have to. Um, but will after that, you know, you can only be paper champs for so long before you got to do it on the court. Yeah, and again, these guys have one year left on their deals before they have a player option, which they'll probably opt out. Yeah, and then you're staring down maybe another max deal for these guys. You have you older. have to because you, they're going to say, "What you're going to go open the new arena with Zubots? No, exactly. you're going to open it with us. Give us the so max you're deal." You have to dig yourself a deeper hole with this duo. Hope it works out. Like I said, T. Lou looks like he's already tired of. Yeah, it, so I feel who bad. Who knows how him, long he's going to stick around with this situation. Yeah, you're. I mean, you're you're nearing the point where you're done giving up picks to to OKC, uh, but I'm sure they're gonna sell more picks to try to fill out the rest of this roster. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're they're in a bad spot, and I don't know what you really can do to fix it other than just hope for the best, man, and, and just say, hey, Kawhi, uh, we'll talk to you in four months, hopefully, and see <laughs> if you're healthy or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the best strategy being hope for the best is never usually we'll that good ta- for success. Talk to you yeah. We'll hopefully talk to our star player in four months. Uh, all right, let's take a quick break, fellas. We come back. We are talking Greek philosophy. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And we're back. Take three. Philosopher onto the compo. After, after a devastating overtime loss to the Heat, the Athletics' Eric Name asking Giannis, do you consider this season a failure? Giannis... Gave the quote of the playoffs so far. Schleck, play the tape. I just asked Bud the exact same question, but I'm curious for you. Do you view this season as a failure? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, because I'm not that up. You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. Uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every, every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, 
right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't, know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. Similar as that. We're gonna come back next year. Try to be better. Try to build good habits. Try to um, play better. Not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I, sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year, and I, last year I wasn't in the, in the uh, right um, mind space to answer the question back. All right, so I think maybe his answer... It's kind of like you failed. You failed. Maybe you're not failures, but you failed. Uh, but I like the way he answered it. I like the way he respected Eric. I like the way that he he tried to compose himself in a very frustrating time. Jay, what are your thoughts on Giannis's mindset after losing to the play-in eight-seed Heat? <laughs> it was so funny because he was furious. Like absolutely he was so mad. So, he was so, so mad, mad at the question. He, he was enraged. And he still provided more perspective than just about anybody would mm-hmm. at like full in a full moment of of calm and serenity. I I think he knows it is a failure. I think he knows they screwed up. They should not have lost to the Heat in the manner that they did. He knows it's a massive disappointment, but it's it also gave a window into what makes him so great. Mm-hmm. And that's that he he missed a million free throws in that game five, which was a p- big part of the reason why they ended up losing the game. He did not want the ball with a few seconds left when they had the jump ball. Like he, It was hot potato. He almost mm-hmm. threw the damn ball out of bounds because he did not <laughs> want to shoot free throws. But part of the window into it is like, he won't let that stick with it. To him, it's all a part of the process. And he just keeps plugging away and plugging away. And so, like, yes, everyone else can consider it the biggest defeat ever. And he probably does too, to some extent. But it's kind of like like Jay-Z said. Like, you, you, you can't give him a loss because he turns those into wins. Blessings, Damn. baby. I'm really, I'm really upset. I wasn't the one to quote Jay Z first on this. Mm. I didn't even quote him. I just paraphrased. Yeah, you paraphrased. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing: a I can give him a loss. It's a lesson. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I, I can give him a loss. You just lost. Yeah, you just got he, your ass kicked he, by the Heat. You he, he got three under rule L's. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, I, I'm. I kind of feel split on this one because I'm a big anti rings culture type of dude. Uh, I hate that we judge these guys purely off of if they win a championship. Or not, because only one team wins it at the end of the day, and there's so much stuff that goes into winning a championship. 
Uh, but I mean, there's no question if you're the Bucks, the one seed, losing to the eight seed that doesn't have their second leading scorer, uh, and you lose three games in a row with Jimmy Butler torching you the way he did, there's no mm-hmm. doubt it's a failure. They, they failed. There's no question about it. But I also respect Giannis for having a perspective to say, we can't sit here and beat ourselves up over this loss. It's a part of our journey. We got to learn from this and use this as a stepping stone to get to our next step in our journey. And, and I respect that perspective. And I think it's important for all stars to kind of have that perspective to say, okay, when you lose this, you got to find a way to use this, you know, in a way to pr- to prepare yourself for the next time. And I think mm-hmm. you've seen Giannis th- that throughout his career that he's dealt with his failures and come back better. We, we talked about the free throws. He was terrible in this game, but for the most part, he's been much better with his free throws this, this year because of his past failures at the free throw line. We can add his jumper onto that and we can add his inability to beat the, the heat in the past. He, he's mm-hmm. done better with that recently. So I think, you know, he's he's learned from all of this. I think he did a really good job giving perspective when a lot of guys would just snap at Eric and just told him to shut up and go sit down or uh, bust LeBron and say, hey, I'm going to be me tomorrow and you're going to be Eric Mean. He's still going to be broke. It's so funny because that was – He was on the verge, man. He was on that the verge. That was Giannis's version of that. And it's so funny yeah. because, like, in his worst – at his worst – he just gave valuable life perspective, whereas yeah. LeBron was like, "Yeah, you guys are just peasants. you just broke boys. Like you're not a billionaire like <laughs> Bunch me. Bunch of broke boys me. asking questions, Get holding up recorders. I'm gonna go to my yacht. That's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> um, yeah, but one thing to clear up for Giannis: uh, every year Michael Jordan didn't win a championship, he absolutely considered a failure. Absolutely, and, and I think it's okay oh, for Giannis no, to be no. like, I, I don't saw, need to think saw, like Michael Jordan. You know? I saw his quotes. I saw his quotes from after his losses. He was. And he was kind of like, yeah, you know, it, this wasn't our year. I would have loved to win it, but we'll come yeah. back next year and try yeah, again. He's, he's like good that. at marketing. Yeah, he's good at marketing. He was also a complete asshole that he ha- that he hid from yeah. people for like 20 years. So, also, look, man, I'm playing 18 He also yeah, normally won. Like, <laughs> yeah, he also was, usually won. usually wins. <laughs> All right. Coming up after the break, we get ready for Durant versus Jokic. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Take four. Who has more to prove? The Nuggets versus the Sun series begins on Saturday in Denver, and it is poised to be a doozy. Jokic versus Durant, Booker versus Murray. Both teams won their first round series in five games. Both have star power, and both have a lot to prove. According to BetMGM, the Suns are favored in the series despite not having home court advantage. So, will 
Who do you have winning this series, and which team has more to prove, the Nuggets or the Suns? I still stand firm in what I said to start the playoffs, that as long as Book and KD are healthy, I find it hard to believe anybody in the West is going to beat them just because those dudes have so much firepower. And you see what Book has done you mm-hmm. know, through that first Chilling. round, just playing at an unbelievable level, just destroying people. And, you know, KD hasn't even locked in all the way yet. So, yeah, I think they're I think I'm picking them to win. And I think the, the Nuggets are the team that have the most to prove because because everything that we talked about before with Jokic and how so much is on him to finally prove he can get out of the second round uh, in, in a non bubble environment, I should say. But uh, mm-hmm. and, and also just they've got years of experience with this group. Right. Jamal Murray's been around. MPJ has been around. Michael Malone's been around for them to lose to a team with the Suns who have been together for like two weeks. It would be a really, really bad look for all of them. And I think they would have to answer some hard questions in the offseason about, okay, how do we get to a point where we can actually be better than the Suns or the Lakers or, you know, some of these other teams in the West? Because I think at this point, we would probably put them at three, maybe four in the West right now. And with the Mm -hmm. amount of money they've invested in that team and the years they've invested in that team, they shouldn't be at that point. And I think they got to prove. Uh, that they can be above that. And if not, you got to probably make some big chases in the offseason. Jay, who do you have in the series and who has more to prove? I, this is such a tough Uh-oh. series to pick. Uh-oh. It's such a do tough it, you series coward. to pick. Will had that pick off I'm going the Denver. I'm going Denver. Wow. I'm going wow. Denver. Wow. Phoenix, watching Phoenix in the first round, yes, they are – ridiculously talented yes booker's well, life four of them are <laughs> bo- bo- four of them are correct <laughs> three three and a half three and sometimes <laughs> but and one of those three is actually kind of washed so they're really just the two they just have a possible so for my spade players out there they just have so much that they haven't learned yet and and i don't think I don't trust any of their role players, not a single one of them, mm. like not a single one. And as 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 much as Jokic is going to be a target on every single possession for them, Denver is really good at providing help and they know how to back him up with the rest of their defenders. And they'll have a lot of guys that they are willing to help off of. And I think at the end yeah. of the day, that will really matter. And then the continuity, th- those guys just know how to play together. That offense Jokic and Murray have been doing the the dribble handoffs in the two-man game for for years, and they've done it in the playoffs. They've done it in big moments. They've done it in big series. Michael Porter Jr. has, like, I love his offensive game. He's just Mm. a ridiculous shooter for his size. I think that offense is pretty pretty close to, like, that's just an elite offense. I don't think Phoenix is going to be able to handle it. I don't think they've had enough time together to be able to handle it. I think Denver. It's going to be a long series. It's going to be a tough series, but I think Denver prevails. My fear and for I think Denver in this series. I think the two guys maybe who low key have a lot of pressure on them going in are Michael Malone and MPJ, because if you're going to find a way to really upgrade what they got going on right now, I think those are the two spots you're probably looking at. Right, probably a new coach, probably a a better third best player. So, if either one of those guys, uh, let's just hope Mike Malone doesn't have a, a bud situation because he's going to be out of there ASAP. And MPJ, I mean, he's had some good moments in the playoffs, but he hasn't really had his signature 
big series. I'm showing up against the other stars. Mm-hmm. And if he's able to do that, I think they got a really good shot of beating Phoenix. My fear for Denver is playing Minnesota doesn't prepare you for anything playoff wise. <laughs> you don't like think, they you like, don't think playing Rudy for, <laughs> prepares you for Kevin Durant? I mean, I know KD. I know Rudy used to play the three back when he was 15 years old, so we saw that. But no, like I, I think you saw this with Memphis, like last year, right? Is Memphis was not prepared for that next round at all? Yeah, when you play Minnesota, you just stand in the lane and wait for Cat to foul you, and then because yeah. he will, Memphis, he will foul you. <laughs> Memphis also just played the dumbest basketball possible in the first round too, for last sure. Year against Minnesota, yes, for yeah. sure. But I just think that, yeah, that's my fear for Denver, at least early in that series, is there will be a bit of a shell shot going from Minnesota to going to playing against that Suns team. Uh, all right, let's go to the last subject. Take five. Who do you believe in more? The Grizz. Avoided elimination last night with a huge third quarter run, ending the quarter on a 19-2-2 run. Grizzlies cruised to a victory that kept their hopes for the second round alive with their star guards, Ja Morant and Desmond Bain, J. King, leading the way with 31-10-7 for Ja, 33-10-5 for Bain. Lakers lead the series 3-2 as the series heads back to L.A. Also, the Kings look like they're in the driver's seat up 2-0, now find themselves in a 3-2 hole against the defending champion Warriors. Warriors leaned heavily on their vets with players like Kuminga and Moody seeing their playing time vanish. It's almost as if playoff experience matters. Jay, you got to pick one. The Grizz or the team you abandoned, the Kings, who has a better chance to win their series down 3-2? Memphis has a better chance. Absolutely wow. has a better chance. They almost, they almost won game four on the road. They probably should have won game four on the road. Uh, they... They seem to be figuring out some things deeper into the series. It feels like they realize they can attack the Lakers guards off the dribble and, and get a lot off of that. They they're just better than the Kings too, uh, especially defensively. And the I trust the Warriors far more than I trust this current Lakers team. Mm. Even though it's LeBron, even though it's Anthony Davis. Like the Warriors have been there, they've done this. Once they figure out a series, they tend to just win that series and just end it. Yeah. Except for that one time when they blew the three-one lead in the finals. Except <laughs> <laughs> the time they, they blew the historic three-one lead. One to the, but but once they figure out a series, it's like it's just it's just science for them. Like they they just yeah. figure it out. They just lean on you the rest of the way. They they do what Jimmy Butler does and just kind of take your soul. So yeah, it, it's definitely Memphis. Will, what about for you? But they're not going to win either. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with Jay. I got I got the Grizzlies as well, and that's what I was going to say. The same way Jimmy took Drew's soul last night, I think the, the Warriors took the King's soul mm. last night and just beating them in that game. It, it was really just hitting shot after shot down the stretch. Just crazy. crazy, just Warrior stuff where they just yeah. this is like, oh, my God, what are we supposed to do here? I mean, Draymond Green had 20 and 10 on them. Uh, the one on leg, the, the one leg fade. The oh my god, that one. Yeah, fade. that was. Oh my god, it's just when they, just like Jay said, when they get, when they find, a, kind of figure you out in, in the playoffs, you just kind of sit back and say, "Oh my god, what are we supposed to do here?" With this team has done it so many times, they 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 always find a way to win, and, and I think the Grizz, I really still believe the Grizz think if we play our best basketball, we're better than the Lakers, and I think mm-hmm. they felt that way after Game Five. And I think they're starting to figure some stuff out just with the pace they're playing at Bain and John Morant, getting those early buckets, you know, really putting the pressure on those Lakers guards. 
And I think it's, it's going to be extremely important for the Lakers to get that win in game six. Because if you got to go back to Memphis for game seven, it's going to be up in the air. And, and the, you know, the Warriors, I think they feel confident even if they do slip up in six, they can go on the road and win a game seven. I'm not sure the Lakers with so many new people on that roster are going to feel as comfortable in that environment as the Warriors would. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's it's I think it's definitely the Grizz. And I think. I feel pretty good about the Grizz pushing this to seven. I really like what I saw from them in game five. Jaws looking much better. And I think more importantly, Bane. If Bane plays at a high level, then that takes the Grizz uh, up a notch. And I think they're probably even with the Lakers if those two guys are playing well. That's the thing is is it feels like the Grizzlies figured out, oh, let's just run these old guys. Yep. Like let's let's push it. But you have to, Jay, you have to find a balance between not making it chaotic for yourself, right? Like it has to be organized in the way they push that ball. Um, and look, I know LeBron just had a twenty twenty game in Game Four. He like he doesn't look great right now. He's not moving all that well. And and I think if you're the Grizzlies, you have to smell that blood in the water and you have to go after it because and, that that pushing him physically right now might be the move. And you could tell that he knows he's not right, that the Lakers yeah. know he's not right, just by how much offense they're running through D'Angelo Russell, through Austin Reeves. Yeah. Like, LeBron has never been a bystander on the side of the court as much as he has in this series. Yeah. And obviously that's probably due to some of his age, certainly some of his physical status. But it's – I mean, it, it, he made – Incredible plays to win game four. Mm-hmm. But other than that, and, he is, may, and who knows? Game six, he may come out and just look like LeBron again. You never know. But right. yeah, very you possible. never know. But but it's I would I would be pretty confident if I were the Grizzlies, considering I'm down three two. Jay really Jay really wants to pick the Grizzlies. You could tell. Jay no, no, I know. He really wants I to pick the Grizzlies. Too. Yeah, you no, do. Yes, no, you do. No. I know that. I don't look. trust them at all. I don't I know, trust them at all. Look, I don't, I don't trust them either, but I know I you want to pick them. Listen, you I don't want I, to no, pick I really Go ahead don't. and say his name. The one reason I don't want to, Mr. 3 for 15 himself, Ooh. Dylan Brooks, going to LA, and you know that crowd's going to be on him, and I know he's not going to stop himself from jacking up shots. It's hard for me to feel fully confident in that dude not shooting the Grizz out of that game. That's the number one thing holding me back. But I really do believe when Bain and Ja are playing well and they're pushing the pace, they're very capable of wearing LeBron down and forcing everybody else to beat them. And the Lakers just can't match them score for score when Bain and Ja are feeling it. Yeah, they got to slow the pace way down. Got to slow it way down. Uh, That's going to do it for this week's Point of Contention. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe to all the podcasts on the Athletic Podcast Network, Warriors Plus Minus, anything is potable. Down to dunk, no dunks, glue guys, Sixers beat, and the Bun and Cardigan show. For Jay King, for Will Guillory, for Andrew Schlecht, I'm Zach Harper. See you next time on Point of Contention. Don't sleep at work like Bud, people. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. 
See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.